Welcome everyone to Daf Yomi one week at a time, Masachet Nazir. Uh, this is our first uh, shiur of this Masachet. And um, tonight we're going to uh, have an introduction to the Masachet. And then we're going to review Daf uh, 2 through 7 tonight. And um, so let's begin with just an overall introduction to Masachet uh, Nazir. So it's important to understand uh, that a Nazir, a Nazarite, uh, is a person who is not allowed to drink wine uh, or anything from grapes, meaning you can't eat grapes or raisins uh, or grape juice or grape drink uh, or anything like that. Um, you cannot become impure uh, meaning you cannot touch a dead body, um, and the person cut their hair. Um, at the end of the given period, and we're going to discuss this today, meaning to become a Nazir, you take it upon yourself, which is why it's uh, coming after Sechet Nadirim, it is a vow. Therefore, when you uh, take it upon yourself, we'll see minimum and maximum amount of time that time, these prohibitions uh, are in fact, when it's finished, then um, you bring three sacrifices. Um, and then um, the Torah also tells us that if the person, we said that the person cannot become impure. If they do become impure, then they need to shave their head. Uh, then, right, because they were growing their hair, they have to shave their head. They bring three different sacrifices. Um, and then they restart the Nizirut process again. Uh, at the end of the Nizirut, again, also the person uh, will shave their head uh, and bring those three sacrifices. Um, as I mentioned, there are different types of Nizirut, of being a Nazir. Uh, the regular or the minimum is 30 days, um, or you can specify any amount of time above that 30 days. Um, the other type of Nazirut is what's called Nazir Olam, meaning a Nazir, we would say, I guess, forever. Um, this person uh, is a Nazir for the rest of their lives, but they can cut their hair. If it gets too long, too cumbersome, uh, they can cut their hair. Um, and then they bring a corp, a sacrifice, and then they keep going. Um, but they can never become impure. They cannot become Tameh. And the third type is what's called Nazir Shimshon, uh, right? A Samsonite Nazir, uh, not as in, uh, not as in the suitcase, but as in the, uh, as in the, the personality from Tanakh, right? Samson, if you remember, Shimshon was a Nazir from birth. Um, and he was never allowed to cut his hair. But if you remember from any of the stories, um, he could become impure. He could become a Tameh. Um, so that's a little bit about Nazir. We're going to learn more as we begin the Masechet. Um, just it's important to understand that uh, the, the Rashi here, again, like in Nazir, is called the Mefaresh. Uh, it is not Rashi. Um, it is the Rivan. Uh, so we call it the Mefaresh. 
Okay, let's begin uh, DAF 2. Again, to remind ourselves, there is no page 1. Uh, there are many different explanations for this, uh, right? Derech Eretz being maybe page 1, right? Being a good person before you start learning. Uh, number 2, it could be, right, we just finished learning Masechet uh, Nedarim, so that was the beginning, and now we are just continuing. So, um, the Mishnah on DAF 2 uh, tells us that Kinuyim, if you remember, we did this in Masachet Nedarim as well. Kinuyim are um, equivalent terms to uh, taking on Nizirut. And if you use similar terms, you are still a Nazir. So any Kinui is like the regular word of Nazir, right? So in the Hebrew, you would say Hare Ani Nazir. But if you use the word that sounds like nazir, um, that works as well, as long as that was your intention. That's called a kinui. Another term here is a yad, right? Literally, it means a hand or a handle, um, but this means a partial expression of a vow. Um, it does affect the whole vow, and we'll see what this means in the Gemara in a minute. Um, so the Gemara gives us different ways of saying, I want to be a Nazir. There are different words that you can use. Uh, again, things that sound like um, Nazirut or um, things that de describe what you're going to be doing, right? So um, I want to bring birds as a sacrifice. I want to grow my hair, uh, different things like that that imply um, that imply nizirut. Um, the last thing here is I want to bring birds as a sacrifice. That's a machloket if it works, because there are other reasons to bring birds as a sacrifice. Um, so now the Gemara explains. Uh, first of all, the Gemara asks, why is Masechet Nazir here in, in Nashim? If you remember, we're in the larger seder in the section of uh, what's called Nashim, right, which we, we already learned uh, Yevamot, we learned Ketuvot, that makes sense. But why is Nazir here? Um, it really should be in Kadshim, right? It's bringing uh, sacrifices at the end. Uh, the Gemara tells us it's based on a verse, uh, that if a man suspects his wife of having an uh, then it will lead to uh, the woman being suspected of adultery. That's called sota. That's actually going to be our next masechet. Uh, that leads people who see a sota to say, oh, I never want that to happen. I'm never going to drink wine. Uh, so then that would make sense if it came after sota. Why does it come before sota? As we mentioned, it's connected to nidarim. So because we already learned Nidarim, we're now going to learn Nazir, and then we're going to learn Sota afterwards. Okay, the Mishnah taught these Kinuyim, uh, again, these nicknames, uh, and, and these handles, these Yadot, and then it, it gives us um, examples of Yadot. So the question is, right, it starts with subject A, it goes on to B, and then it gives examples of B. So the, the Mishnah is asking, why don't you do A, B, and then A, B, right? If you started with something, so maybe give examples of that first. Um, so the Gemara explains that, um, no, because it was mentioned last, right, A, B, B, A. Uh, and the Gemara brings numerous examples of Mishnayot that have a list of things. And then the last thing mentioned is the thing that's explained first. 
But interestingly enough, of course, because we're learning Gemara, uh, the Gemara says, but wait a minute, there are plenty of examples of A, B, A, B, right? So why did our Mishnah decide to uh, keep it in that way? Um, the Gemara says, uh, I guess there isn't one explanation, uh, but maybe another explanation could be because these yadot, these partial declarations, come from ex- an extrapolation of a verse, and it therefore it's a little bit more complicated, so it's explained first. But the Mishnah teaches kinui first um, because you'll bring a korban based on that. Um, Okay, we say, right, let's say someone says, I will be. Um, So that works, right? What does that mean, that works? So the Gemara says, uh, if let's say a a Nazir walks by and you're like, oh, I'm going to be that, right? Without using the word Nazir, so then it works if the person uh, is has sees a nazir walking by. So this seems to imply that an ambiguous yad is valid, um, and therefore, right, we need this uh, nazir to have walked by, or right, maybe he means to say, uh, I'll bring his sacrifice for him. It doesn't mean that you're going to be a nazir. Um, so the Gemara says, no, we ask the person afterwards, what was their intention? And if their intention was to become a Nazir, uh, so then it does work, right? Let's say a person says, I'm going to be so beautiful. Uh, this again, because they're growing their hair, seems to make the person a Nazir. Um, the Gemara says, well, maybe you mean you're going to be beautiful because you're going to do so many mitzvot, right? You're going to keep so many commandments. Um, the Gemara says, no, again, he was holding on to his hair when he said this, uh, and therefore it must mean that the person wants to be a nazir. Um, it's important to note, I keep, I don't know if I keep, I try not to, but if I use the, if I use he, I don't mean it specifically, meaning it's important to understand that a woman can also be a nazira. Uh, the, the concept of nazir is not exclusively to men. Uh, it could be for women as well. So I will try to be careful with that, but if not, uh, understand that I mean both men and women. Um, so now uh, the Gemara says, wait a minute. Uh, isn't uh, being a Nazir a transgression? Uh, for those of you who don't know, I mentioned you bring a sacrifice at the end of the process. One of the sacrifices that you bring is a korban chatat, a sin offering. That seems to imply that you've sinned by being a Nazir, right? So then the Gemara says, how could you, it be called being beautiful, right? So the Gemara explains, Right. First of all, what's the transgression that you prohibited from yourself from enjoying the the things in this world? Um, but it really is, uh, it seems to be a higher level, uh, and therefore it is also seen as beautiful. Um, DAF 3 explains, um, again, as we mentioned, uh, maybe the person was playing with their hair, 
um, and a Nazir passed by in front of them. So we have both of these ideas uh, that the person walked by and right, playing with one's hair. Uh, right? Uh, what if the person says, I'm going to curl my hair? Again, uh, that seems to imply that the person wants to be a Nazir. Right? It says, misul sal, right? I will like play with my hair. Um, again, maybe misul sal means, uh, maybe it has to do with something with learning Torah. Uh, the Gemara says, again, no, the person was playing with their hair and therefore implied being a Nazir. Again, I will grow my hair. Again, you become a Nazir. Um, I will have long hair. Uh, again, this idea of uh, if you play with your hair, um, it means that um, you want to become a Nazir. What if you say, I will bring a bird offering? Uh, so here, the, the, as we mentioned, there's a machloket, there's a difference of opinion um, if this works or not. Uh, one opinion is you are a nazir, again, because the verse mentions the birds, sacrifices, and the hair together. Therefore, if you intended, right, you intended a hair um, and to bring the sacrifice, that would make you a uh, nazir. Or maybe the person meant, I want to bring the korbanot of an impure nazir, right? Or maybe I just want to bring a regular uh, bird sacrifice, which I'm allowed to do. Again, the Gemara says, if you really wanted to just bring a regular sacrifice, you would have been much more specific. Uh, the word ken, which means a bird's nest, is the way to say that you want to bring a bird sacrifice. But if you say that you want to bring this, you know, a bird sacrifice, it must be that you want it to be a Nazir. Uh, and again, the Gemara ends by saying uh, it must be that there was a Nazir walking by, which kind of gave you that idea. Uh, and then you said uh, that you want to bring a bird offering. Um, now, um, if he was clear, so then you do not need the Nazir to walk by. Uh, but if it was ambiguous, we do. Right? If someone says, uh, now this is in general for an oath, right? By my right hand, I will do X. Uh, so the Gemara explains when you use this phrase, by my right hand, that's a valid oath. Right? The right hand is mentioned in the same verse as an oath, and therefore it's valid. So again, that seems to be um, another way of taking on an oath. Um, and again, uh, the Gemara so left hand as well, uh, again, based on a verse. Okay, the next bit on half three tells us, right, let's say a person says, I am I'm going to be a Nazir from grape seeds or from grape skins or from, I'm going to be a Nazir from cutting my hair uh, or from being impure. Now, all of these things together make a Nazir. So the question is, what if you only take upon yourself a partial Nizirut? Is there such thing? Um, so the Gemara says, uh, sorry, the Mishnah says, you become a complete Nazir. There is no such thing as being a partial Nazir. So even if your statement, partial statement, you become a complete or full Nazir. So the Gemara, the Gemara expl uh, uh, explains, um, right, maybe, maybe a person can only take upon oneself 
as I mentioned, a full Nazir uh, experience. And if he says a partial statement, maybe it doesn't work at all, right? Our Mishnah is saying that if you take upon yourself a partial statement, it works so much so that you become a full Nazir. Um, as opposed to, right, you might have thought that maybe it doesn't work at all, right? So again, there are two different opinions. Um, both of these opinions are based on a verse. Uh, again, the, the verse says, anything that comes from a grapevine, and then continues and says, and wine, and it, it enumerates exactly what makes you a Nazir, right? So um, the Gemara says, this verse actually comes to teach us that even wine, that's a mitzvah, that it's, that it's a commandment to eat, to drink, is also forbidden to a Nazir, meaning if a Nazir um, uh, has to drink wine, right, and we're, the Gemara is going to explain what this means in one second, uh, they are not allowed to drink it. So the Gemara says, what is mitzvah wine? So mitzvah wine is kiddush and havdalah, right? Kiddush in the beginning of Shabbat, havdalah at the end of Shabbat are both done um, as a uh, over the wine, and it is a mitzvah. Um, you might have thought that because it's a mitzvah, you can drink it. And the Gemara says, as we say in, in Gemara, right, kamash malan, right, rather you are not allowed to drink it if you are a nazir. Um, Daf 4, right, the verse says, yayin v'shechar. Um, now, in, what does that mean, yayin and shechar? Um, it means new wine and aged wine, both of which are forbidden to the nazir. So the question is, why is it redundant? So the Gemara says it teaches that the Nazir cannot drink wine, but the Nazir is allowed to have other intoxicating liquids, right? So anything that's not grape-based, the Nazir can have, right? You might have thought that he couldn't because um, priests like Kohanim are not allowed to go into the temple, into the Beit HaMikdash, if they are drunk. You might have thought it's only from wine. The Gemara says no, from any intoxicating beverage, right? They're not allowed to go into the Beit HaMikdash um, if, they are, uh, if they are intoxicated, right? So, um, but a Nazir, on the other hand, um, is allowed to have an intoxicating drink as long as it is not made from grapes. Um, from here, the Gemara has different prohibitions, um, different things that are forbidden to the together to create the shiur, the amount that makes it prohibited, right? So the, the amount, the designated amount is a, what we call a kazait, um, a, an olive uh, volume. Um, and here for a nazir, maybe we can combine, let's say if you have some grape skin and grape seeds and a little wine, uh, if you have a, a composite of an olive amount, so then it is seen as, um, as forbidden. Um, or maybe not, maybe they do not combine together. Okay, the next Mishnah says to us, um, let's say a person says, I will be like Shimshon, the son of Manoach. Right, that is Samson. His father's name was Manoach. Uh, his wife's name, anybody know? His wife's name is 
Eishet Manoach, very good, Mrs. Manoach. Uh, my kids always make a joke, right? So what was her what was her husband's name? Oh, the husband of Mrs. Manoach, but okay, Mrs. Manoach. Um, okay. So Manoach and his wife have Shimshon. Um, or let's say you say, I want to be like Shimshon, the husband of Delila, right? Delilah. Um, right? There are other options that right, describe Shimshon. So then you become a Nazir Shimshon. That means forever. Um, the Gemara explains, um, right, if I just say I want to be like Shimshon, it's not enough. You have to add one more descriptor because maybe you're saying I want to be like Shimshon Schwartz who lives down the block. He's such a great guy. I want to be like him. So the Gemara says you need to be very clear that I want to be like Shimshon, the son of Manoach, the, the husband of Zlila, one of those things to explain that um, that you want to be a Nazir Shimshon. So that's Nazir Shimshon. Next Mishnah, Nazir Olam, right? What is this person, right? You grow your hair very long, but if it's getting too bothersome, you can cut it. This is uh, when you cut it, you bring three sacrifices and then uh, you start, you keep going because there is no end. Um, but it, right, if also, if the person becomes tameh, right, if the person becomes impure, they also have to bring a sacrifice, right? They're not allowed to become impure. However, right, let's go back to Nazir Shimshon. That person cannot cut their hair, but they can. Well, here's the machloket. Uh, the question is, are they allowed to become tameh, impure, right? Even lechatchila, meaning there's no issue, or... Um, it's okay if you do, but better if you don't. So the Gemara is going to discuss that uh, in a minute. They do not, the Nazir Shimshon does not bring a sacrifice if they become Tameh. Okay, next, uh, so the Gemara on Daf 4 tells us, um, right, there's a Machloket, um, if Nazir Shimshon, as I mentioned, can they become Tameh? Is it Mutar? Is it permitted? Or is it just not forbidden, right? There's a distinction between those two statements. Uh, Rabbi Shimon says the person cannot become, um, ah, sorry, Rabbi Shimon actually says the person cannot become a Nazir Shimshon um, because um, it doesn't work. Why? And we actually did this in Masachat Nadarim. Um, Shimshon didn't take it upon himself to become a Nazir. If you remember the story, and uh, those of you who don't, you should go back to this, the book of Judges, to, Shim, to uh, Shoftim. Um, Shimshon's mother was told by an angel that her son is going to, that she's going to have a child, and that child is going to be a Nazir, and he is not allowed to drink wine and cut his hair. Um, and therefore, uh, there's a machloket here, and we did see this in Masach and Nedarim, if you can take upon yourself something that isn't affected by a vow, right? The fact that Shimshon didn't decide it on his own uh, means that maybe I can't decide it on my own. Uh, not everybody agrees with that. Right? Some say you can't take it upon yourself. Others say you can't. Um, the, the verse says, there's a, a, a line that says, that it's a Nazir Lehashem. You're a Nazirite, you're a Nazir 
for God. So the Gemara asks, what does that mean, a Nazir for God? And I think this is something we're going to discuss throughout this Masechet, right? Why would someone take it upon themselves to do this? Uh, and I think that's something we're going to have to think about throughout this Masechet. Um, but here, um, the Gemara brings a story of a person who um, was did it for altruistic reasons. What is what was happening? Um, this man um, basically was very handsome, uh, and he saw his reflection. Uh, I think in in water, um, and he was very tempted by his eter hara, by his evil inclination, and he thought, "Wow, I am so good looking." And then he real, realized this is a problem, uh, and therefore he took upon himself to be a nazir so that he could shave his head, which is interesting because that's the end of the process, um, but he wanted to go through the whole process uh, so that he could shave his head uh, and not be so vain. Um, and that is an example, says the Gemara, of someone who is a nazir lehashem, right, for altruistic reasons. Um, as we mentioned, Shimshon did not take it upon himself um, to uh, to be a um, to be a uh, he didn't take it upon himself to uh, be um, a nazir, and therefore um, he. Um, right, the angel said that he would be a Nazir, um, and Shimshon did become impure. He killed many people, if you remember the story. Um, so Shimshon is Nazir Shimshon. What's a Nazir uh, Le'olam? The Gemara explains that's Avshalom. Right, Avshalom was a Nazir Olam. Um, he goes to Hebron and he brings a sacrifice that he vowed about. Uh, da 5 explains that there's a machloket, how often he could cut his hair. A, a Nazir Olam, can the person cut their hair uh, every once a year, once a month, once a week? Uh, and this is based on a verse, right? The verse says, Miyamim Yamima, right? Uh, for, right, for um, um, a, a number of days. Um, so the Gemara explains how that works, whether we understand it as um, a, a certain amount of time or week. A little off topic, um, because we're talking, the Gemara goes in discussion about uh, something called the Gezeira Shava. Uh, so those of you who are enjoying learning Gemara, a Gezeira is a uh, It's by finding the same word in two different subjects, meaning not one next to the other, but, uh, you know, subject here and, and somewhere else completely. And when you find the same words, you can compare those two subjects. That's called Gezeira Shava. And generally, we find the exact same word because we say, oh, it must be showing us or teaching us something unique. Uh, there is one time that that is not the case. There's a Gezeira Shava with two different words, which doesn't make sense because the whole point is that it's the same word. It says, Vishav HaKohen, and then it says, Viba HaKohen. Shav means to return, Ba means to come. Uh, and the Gemara explains that these are 
similar enough that we can use them for a gzera shava, which is just fascinating because usually the word has to be identical. Um, it's just interesting as a side note to understand that uh, one time, uh, this is a very famous Gzeira Shava, so the Gemara on Da 5 uh, mentions this Gzeira Shava, how come it works, uh, right? And basically the Gemara says um, it's very similar, it's close enough, there's nothing closer, uh, but in general we need the same exact word. Okay, let's go back to um, our Nazir who's cutting his hair, right? Just as uh, the priests, the Kohanim, cut their hair every month, so too the Nazir Olam can cut their hair every month. Or maybe, again, as I mentioned, maybe it means every week. Okay, next Mishnah. A regular Nazir, again, the Hebrew word is Stam, right? Stam means you didn't... Um, you didn't specify. You just said, I want to be a Nazir. The, without specification, the minimum is 30 days. So now the Gemara explains, right, it, the, the, how do we know the minimum is 30 days? The verse says that the person will be Kodesh, right, Kodesh Yihiyeh, right? The person will be, right, Yihiyeh will be sanctified. Yihiyeh Yud Hey Yud Hey. if you... Um, um, do the mathematical equation, the gematria of those word of those letters, right? Yud being ten and he being five, we get to thirty, right? So thirty is the minimum. Or maybe the Gemara says because it mentions the word neder and nazir twenty nine times in uh, chapter six of Bamidbar, uh, and therefore um, that's why the minimum is thirty. Yes, you heard me right. I said it says it 29 times, therefore 30. That doesn't work so well. Uh, so the Gemara is going to see what are we talking about? Um, so the Gemara says, oh, really, it means, right, 29 days of being a Nazir plus day 30 when you shave your head and you bring the sacrifices. Now, in general, right, really, what we, when we said minimum 30 meant 30 days being a Nazir, plus the next day, which is 31, when you're going to shave your head and bring, uh, and bring, the, uh, and bring the sacrifices. Um, so here the Gemara now discusses, is being a Nazir 29 plus 1 or 30 plus 1? So let's say you say that you're going to be a Nazir for full, wait, let's say now you expressly say a full 30 days, uh, then you have to shave on day 31. Uh, but otherwise, you are allowed to shave on day 30, says the Gemara. If a person took upon themselves two niziruyot, so what do I mean by that? Two consecutive uh, sets, right? Two sets of being a nazir, right? So, uh, the word nazir is single, so I'm using the word nizirut or niziruyot to be plural, right? So if you took upon yourself twice, so then, right, that would be 30 plus 30, right? So then you shave on day 31 and day 61, right? Because you started now on day 31, you go till 60 and then you shave on day 61. Um, the Gemara says, andaf says, but if you shave on day 30 and 60, it does work. So we see that you can do it on day 30, right? So now the question is, day 30 can work 
as the last day of the first and the first day of the second, right? So again, if we have two consecutive um, periods of time, day 30 can be for both, right? If the person shaved on day 59, it also works because as we mentioned, you can have a 29-day Nizirut as well, uh, and therefore it works, right? And now, uh, the Gemara talks about someone who becomes impure, right? If the person became impure on day 30, so now you forfeit the whole Nizirut. So that seems to imply that you didn't finish it on day 29, right? It means that you have to go till, um, till day 30. Um, so the Gemara says, you're right, maybe if you became impure on day 30, you only lose seven days. Uh, you don't have to do the whole thing over again, right? Let's say you became a Nazir for 100 days. And if you became impure on day 100, you lose everything is option number one, or you only lose a month. This seems to be based on a verse that it's chunks of 30 days, um, and you only need to repeat uh, another 30 days. Okay, um, the Gemara says also, how do we know that the minimum is 30? Because it seems that in order to grow your hair uh, for a proper amount, you need a minimum of 30 days. Um, as we asked before, day 30, right? Does 30 days include day 30 or not? Right? And this is a very famous machloket. In Hebrew, the machloket is, right, ad, the ad bichlal, right? Do we say that when I say 30 days, do I mean 30 including day 30? Or in Hebrew, what's called ad vilo ad bichlal, right? 30, but not including day 30, right? That's a very famous machloket, uh, and that is the machloket here as well, how we see day 30. Okay, uh, DAF 7, I know I said we're going to go till DAF 7, but I just realized I'm going to give you bonus till Tuesday, uh, so we're going to go till, uh, we're going to do uh, one more DAF till DAF 8 uh, and finish the chapter. Um, so DAF 7 uh, the Mishnah tells us, right? Let's say I say, a person says, I will be in for a large term, right? Not long, large, right? Or a small term, right? The Gemara says both of them mean 30 days because there's no such thing as large and small. It could be short and long, not large and small. It means 30 days. If you say till the end of the world, 30 days because we don't understand what that means. So here the Gemara is going to explain, right? The Gemara says, if you say from here till a certain place, right? So if I say, I want to be a Nazir from here, from Jerusalem till Tel Aviv. So I see how long it takes me to get from Jerusalem to Tel Aviv. And then, right, if it's less than 30 days, so then I'm going to be a Nazir for 30 days. If it's more than 30 days, I count to see how many days it is, right? If it comes out to 41 days, you're a Nazir for 41 days. Um, let's say if you say, I will be a Nazir like the dust of the earth or like the hair on my head. This is actually going to be a Mishnah in a few minutes, but right, like the hair on my head. So then you become right, a Nazir Olam, because you have a lot of hair on your head and there's a lot of 
dust on the earth. Um, so you become a Nazir Olam. As we mentioned, you can shave your head every 30 days. Um, and why does this work? Because it's a um, determined amount, right? If, I mean, it's difficult to count the hairs on your head, but in theory, one could count the hairs on one, one's head, uh, and therefore it works. Right? If you say, I'm going to be a Nazir all the days of my life, uh, then again, that's a Nazir Olam. If you say for a thousand years, you become a Nazir for a thousand years, uh, again, a determined length, and you cannot shave your head because you didn't say for the rest of my life. Because you gave a determined amount, you don't become a Nazir Olam, you just become a Nazir who's going to be a Nazir for a thousand years. Uh, and therefore, you cannot cut your hair um, if you say it that way. Okay, next Mishnah, right? Let's say someone says, I will be a Nazir and a day, right? What does that mean, right? If you're getting flashbacks to Masachet Nedarim, uh, it is valid uh, because we, again, we want to take your words seriously. We just have to understand what you're saying. Uh, what if you say, I will be a Nazir and one hour, a Nazir and half a Nazir, right? All of these things will make you a Nazir for two consecutive 30-day uh, cycles, I guess one could say, or terms. Um, the Gemara explains, right, you need, uh, we needed to give all of these options because it's, right, one day is not uh, a term in terms of uh, being a Nazir, so therefore you take upon yourself another term of 30, right, one hour, we don't say that, so again, you get another term, and a half also doesn't work. Okay, next Mishnah. Um, I will be a Nazir for 30 days plus one hour. Now that's different because now you can be, right, plus one hour. So you don't, you can't do it for an hour, but you could do it for a day. And therefore you become a Nazir for 31 days. Um, the, right, again, the, the Gemara says maybe not. If you say 30 plus one, maybe you, you can't be a Nazir one option is you're a Nazir for 31 days. Another option is you're now a Nazir for 60 days, right? Two consecutive terms, like we mentioned before. Okay, uh, last daf for today, daf eight. The Mishnah tells us, right, again, as we mentioned before, right, I am a Nazir like the hair on my head, or like the dust of the earth, or like the sand of the sea. Uh, as we mentioned, this is a Nazir Olam. You can shave your head every 30 days. Um, or um, the, the Gemara says, no, uh, you become one long, as I mentioned, as if you said uh, a thousand years, and it becomes one long Nazirut process, and therefore uh, you cannot shave your head in the middle. Um, right? But if you say, Hare Alai, right, I'm going to be a Nazir. Ki sa'ar harosh, right? Like like the number of hairs on my head, then that does then that does work, um, right? Let's say you say I'm a nazir in accordance with the capacity of this house. Uh, what does that mean, right? So we ask him what what was your intention, right? Did you mean one very long nizirut, and therefore it's thirty days, or did you mean, right, I envision this house full 
of actually the Gemara says of mustard seeds, which is like the smallest um, measure that we could come up with. And therefore, you become a Nazir Olam because there are now, you know, thousands of mustard seeds as if in your house, uh, and you are now a Nazir, you know, forever. Um, as we said before, from here to a certain place, we measure it. Uh, it's either minimum is 30 days or more, and it's that exact amount of time. Um, if you say, I will be a Nazir in accordance with the days of the solar calendar, right? 300 and so here, it's interesting. Um, you might have thought you would be a Nazir for a year, right? 365 days. Uh, the Mishnah actually says you actually meant 365 Nizirut's right, consecutive terms. Uh, if you want to calculate it, it actually takes 30 years to do 365 consecutive one-month terms. Um, so again, um, um, there's a story of a person who did this and was a Nazir basically till he died because uh, he, I guess he didn't live uh, more than 30 years. Uh, the Gemara explains, right, why do I see the house full of seeds, right? Maybe it's filled with watermelons, all right? Then you would have much fewer uh, nizi roots. Um, the Gemara says, we always assume the most stringent, if you remember from Asakhan Nadarim, when we're not sure what your intention is, we're going to assume the most stringent thing, or maybe not, right? Maybe for Nizir, maybe for Neder, you assume the most stringent, but for Nazir, maybe we should assume uh, the most lenient. Um, the sages say that if a person mentions numbers of items, he's accepting upon themselves a multiple Nizirut terms, right? So times three, you don't mean, right, uh, three days or three weeks, you mean three consecutive terms of being a Nazir. Or, no, maybe you mean one long Nizirut, right? We're going to go back and forth uh, on this idea. Um, if a person uses the word, right, like the number of, so then it's accepting consecutive terms. Uh, it does not mean a long Nizirut. Um, let's say someone says, I will be a Nazir and one, Right, again, that means two terms, right? If you say, and more, right, if you keep going, and one, and more, right, that's the third term, and again, that's a fourth term, right? So basically, stop talking. Uh, don't keep adding things. Um, interestingly, the, the, the chapter ends by saying if you use Greek numbers, it does count, right? Even though you're not using it in Hebrew, you can use Greek number to count. Um, you, we, you don't have to say it in Hebrew, uh, which is just interesting, uh, which is why I always tell people, um, you know, sometimes you hear people say, I swear to God, I, no, 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 don't say that, right? Uh, meaning just because you're not saying hare alai, right? Even though you're not saying um, the words in Hebrew, uh, using the word swear uh, is, is very serious, and it is better not to say that. Um, okay, with that, uh, we finished this week's Masachet uh, Nedarim, um, the first week of Masachet Nedarim. Um, I, again, sorry about all the changes, uh, but Bezrat Hashem next week will be back to our regular day and time, which is Tuesday, uh, 9 p.m. Israel time. Um, 
and looking forward to sharing uh, more Torah with you next week. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Shavua Tov.